0: Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on all these breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have some exciting news about AI and algorithms for cardiac ablation, so I'm really excited to get into that news. But Sean, welcome back. Can you give us a little preview of what we'll talk about today?
1: Sure. As you said, FDA clearance for some algorithms from cath really exciting to get into that. Angiodynamics won an FDA breakthrough nod. Tivic Health began a vagus nerve stimulation trial. Nevro published two-year data of its own pain relief study, and Medtronic has another recall of some of its hemodialysis catheters.
0: So let's jump into that FDA clearance news from CathVision first.
1: Yeah, the FDA cleared the algorithms for measuring cardiac ablation success from CathVision. More Interesting applications of AI, as we've already touched on this week in med tech. Uh, this time it goes hand in hand with another hot topic that we've covered a lot in ablations.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. And you briefly mentioned they're for cardiac ablation, but what else are these algorithms used for?
1: Well, they're part of a suite of AI powered analytics that integrate into CathVision's EC Genius system. EC Genius is an electrophysiology or EP recording system for facilitating electrogram interpretation. To help physicians improve ablation outcomes, it's got the delivery of intelligent, automated analyses for complex atrial arrhythmia procedures by measuring the success of cardiac ablation.
0: And what sets them apart from traditional EP recording systems?
1: Well, Cath Vision says that unlike traditional EP recording that captures signals that are affected by noise and artifact, you know, sort of external factors, Cath Vision's EC Genius delivers a necessary evolution in quality for ECG signal acquisition. Enhancing the accuracy of electrogram interpretation and the advancement of therapy support. Its intelligent automated analyses can help physicians confirm the success of ablation efforts without the noise and artifact that impacts traditional systems. And
0: what are executives saying?
1: CEO Mads Mathiesen said that incorporating AI-based analytics into the EC Genius system is another important demonstration of the company's unique ability to deliver on its mission and achieve groundbreaking milestones. With clinical enhancements exclusively available in its EC Genius system, company says it maintains its leadership position in equipping electrophysiologists with the technology necessary to elevate patient outcomes.
0: Now, let's jump into that FDA breakthrough nod news.
1: Yeah, Angiodynamics won its breakthrough nod for its AngioVac system. Could help company expand the uses of AngioVac, which is a very interesting technology. And what is AngioVac? It's an on-circuit aspiration system that uses a venous drainage cannula to remove thrombi or emboli during extracorporeal bypass. It achieves this for up to six hours, allowing for removal while minimizing blood loss. The system recirculates blood through the AngioVac extracorporeal or venovenous bypass circuit.
0: So what does the company plan to do with this new breakthrough nod? The
1: company plans to engage with the FDA to achieve its new expanded indication for the right heart. The accelerated pathway would expedite assessment and review processes for the system with more interactive and timely communication with the agency, and flexible clinical study design, FDA review team support, and priority review for the use of angioVac in the right heart, which would be a new indication.
0: So what do executives see for the future of the system?
1: Jim Clemmer, the Angiodynamics President and CEO, said this is a significant step in the company's journey to advance patient care. The support of physician partners continues to lead the company in development, he said, study and application of the innovative technology as it aims to treat and manage critical medical conditions for the patient population that has an unmet need currently. So, definitely, the company is looking to find a way to meet this need.
0: Now, let's jump into some other news from a company that we've talked about before.
1: Yeah, quite a bit in recent times, anyway. Tivic Health began a non invasive bioelectronic vagus nerve simulation trial could be a big step forward for the company's bioelectronic medicine development. Can you
0: give us some details about where the study will take place and what this IRB approval means?
1: Yeah, Tivik is conducting the study with the Feinstein Institutes for Medical Research. So it received Institutional Review Board approval, or IRB, which means it can begin recruitment and enrollment for the study of its non-invasive bioelectronic nerve simulation device. In collaboration with TIVIC Health, Feinstein Institutes has already initiated the recruitment and completed the first patient enrollment.
0: And what is the purpose going to be for the study?
1: The study utilizes this new neurosimulation approach. It's going to evaluate 20 individuals plus data analysis and algorithm development. It may provide greater targeting strategies for stimulation and more control over its physiologic effects.
0: And... I know we said this at the beginning, but we've seen Tivik in the news recently, haven't we? Like, what else have we discussed or what else has the company done recently?
1: Yeah, this is more positive in terms of what we've seen recently from the company. Uh, obviously, last month, we saw a letter from CEO Jennifer Ernst to investors updating them on the current situation, saying that the company took several measures to fortify its position that included a workforce reduction amid internal restructuring. So... This is more upbeat for the companies that looks to advance its technologies.
0: Now let's jump into some other pain relief news.
1: Yeah, two-year data showed painful diabetic neuropathy relief with Nevro's spinal cord stimulation. The company says it's the largest randomized controlled trial for spinal cord stimulation for PDN.
0: So what did this trial evaluate and what did it ultimately demonstrate?
1: It evaluated long-term efficacy of high-frequency 10-KHZ spinal cord stimulation to treat refractory painful diabetic neuropathy, comparing patients receiving the Senza, HFX, or high-frequency SCS treatment in conventional medical management compared to just conventional medical management alone. Data demonstrated that patients receiving this spinal cord stimulation experienced durable pain relief, significant improvements in health-related quality of life, and sleep at 24 months post-implant never also mentioned that patients experienced neurological symptom improvements so sort of an added bonus there
0: so the article that you wrote on mass device obviously has a lot more of the data points broken down but can you briefly give us maybe after 24 months what pain relief was like for participants
1: sure and thank you for sparing me from going through all the numbers but at 24 months neurospinal cord stimulation reduced pain by a mean of 79.9% compared to baseline company said that 90.1% of participants experience greater than or equal to 50% pain relief. So at the very least, you know, nine out of 10 participants are getting at least they're, they're feeling half as much pain.
0: And what do doctors and executives think about the results?
1: Dr. Erica Peterson, the principal investigator, said that the results further validate not only the efficacy of high frequency, 10 kHz spinal cord stimulation for pain relief, but also showed profound improvements in quality of life, sleep, and neurological function. Dr. David Caraway, the Nevro chief medical officer, said the company expects these results to be used in physician referral decisions and continue to support market access for its high-frequency spinal cord stimulation for painful diabetic neuropathy patients.
0: And now, what's the last thing that we should know for today?
1: The last thing is that Medtronic's third recall of Maherkar hemodialysis catheters is class one, the most serious kind. Another day, we've got another serious recall from the FDA, it seems. Which
0: Medtronic devices and how many are affected by this recall?
1: It's the Maherkar 12FR high-pressure triple lumen acute dialysis catheters in 20-centimeter length with curved extensions. And currently, there are 15,209 units involved in the recall.
0: And what was the reason for this recall?
1: Company recalled the catheters due to occlusions in the tip of the catheter. Medtronic said the source of this occlusion is an excessive MDX, a silicone-based lubricant that coats the catheter tip. The FDA says that an occluded, partially or fully, uncured or excessive MDX may dislodge from the catheter leading to full catheter obstruction resulting in a delayed treatment and partial obstruction resulting in reduced flow or particulate dislodgement that could result in a delayed treatment hemolysis embolism or embolus and thrombosis or thrombus
0: and this is the third recall that Medtronic has had for these hemodialysis catheters what has been the reason behind the other two recalls
1: Yeah, well, in July of last year, the company's subsidiary, COVIDian, recalled more than one million palindrome and Mahurkar hemodialysis catheters due to a catheter hub defect that connected both extension catheters. The company issued another recall in January of this year due to reports of a potential catheter hub defect that could cause leaks in the catheter's tubes.
0: And that marks the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks, Sean, for coming on and giving us all the news that we should know.
1: My pleasure, as always, you can read more on the Mass Device website and check out our show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean?
1: You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.
0: Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. And